I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers call tonight 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. There were so many things that I did not get to last night with regard to how the globalists are starving us with their fake scarcity scheme. And of course, the cessation availability of foods would be obvious. The idea that you can't eat this, we're not going to make this anymore, you know, we're going to abandon all poultry, abandon all beef, abandon... See, that's obvious, okay? When they when they start pushing bugs on people and when they start pushing impossible burgers on people and that's the only thing you got, that would be obvious. That would be like, oh, well, okay, we, we know that the... We know that the food shortages are here. We know the scarcity is here, so we have to eat this garbage. Those who wish to have a great reset are a little more aware than you are of what the building blocks are for nutrition, and, and they want to remove them little by little, the micronutrient values of our foods, diminishing little by little by little. And the heart of the discussion is how we regard the food. Are we to be denied the fundamental right to healthy food and well-being, or is food just another commodity to be controlled by the rich corporations to boost their bottom line? Starting in the mid-20th century, if you recall, there were companies that began distorting and manipulating science to favor specific commercial interests. Big Tobacco was one of those groups, one of those companies. Big Tobacco is both the developer and the poster child of the strategy that I'm talking about. When strong evidence of smoking-caused lung cancer emerged in the 1950s, the tobacco industry began a campaign to obscure this fact. They even employed doctors to say that cigarette smoking helped digestion and cooled sore throats. You can look back at some of the old ads in Life magazine and in Look magazine, and you'll see doctors prefer that you smoke cool because cool, you know, feel, feel better on the throat. The tobacco industry and the scientific disinformation campaign that they did sought to disrupt and delay further studies as well as to cast scientific doubt on the link between cigarette smoking and cancer. And this campaign lasted for almost 50 years and was extremely successful until it wasn't, until people started dying. And, And of course, this tobacco industry's strategic brilliance lay in the use of marketing and advertising, of course, propaganda. And they wanted to create scientific uncertainties and they want to sow doubts in the minds of the general public some doctors were saying cigarettes bad cigarettes give you cancer cigarettes give you throat cancer give you lung cancer the other doctors say oh come on come on guys that's not true so what doctors do you believe well you believe the doctors of course that are that are lobbying and that are being part of the tobacco industry that are signing off on these studies they did this you know, 60 years ago, and they're doing it again. The Green Revolution or the Green Cult is doing it again with climate change. They're doing it again by creating food scarcity. They're doing it again by telling you you're going to have to eat certain types of foods to avoid greenhouse gases. This is 
the strategic ba- ba- the, the strategic brilliance that that cigarette smoking ads did back then is what they're doing now with legislative lobbying and strategic campaign donations it all undermines public health ef- efforts and regulatory interventions to inform the public about the harms of GMOs and other things back then it was smoking now it's GMOs now it's pesticides now it's herbicides now it's drugs that are still being marketed uh, and experimenting upon the people, vaccines for the same thing, and people can go, oh, come on, that's all conspiracy theory. No, it's not. It's history rhyming. It's logical. that I mean, you need to look back at history to see how it was done then so you can see how it's done now. And that's what aggravates me is that people don't understand the history of lobbying, the history of putting out things out on the market that can kill you, that can addict and kill you, and they'll look the other way for some reason because they they, they cast doubt of the idea, well, uh, you know, my grandfather smoked his whole life, didn't die of cancer. Well, one of the lucky ones, I guess. I mean, there are people that die of lung cancer, they don't even smoke. But see, that's the brilliance of it. You You have the doubt, the seeds of doubt are planted, it undermines public health efforts, and... Some people don't realize the harms of smoking. And it just goes to show you how science can be bought off. And that those seeking funding or some other way of compensation will sell you on the idea of ingesting foods and chemicals like drugs and vaccines that in the long run are going to kill you or make you infertile or or, or cause heart problems, uh, clot your blood. You see, disruptive or uh, let's disrupting normative science has become a component of the pharmaceutical industry, part of their business model. It's also becoming part of the business model of nutrition and the food pyramid. A new pharmaceutical product is not based on need. It's based on market size and profitability. Profitability. When, when, when new data threatens the market of a pharmaceutical product, then that pharma company will try to sprout the seeds of scientific uncertainty and lack of proof. For instance, Clinical trials could easily be co-opted to meet specified endpoints positive for the drug product. They can make anything look like it's good for you. Other ways to manipulate a clinical trial include manipulating the dosing schedule and amounts. These practices have been exposed and people no longer trust the science. Now science that backs the green revolution is now pushing ideas about things that should be removed from the diet because... Well, because of their effects on so-called climate change. Now, I think that we will eventually learn the hard way that what is happening right now with the climate revolution and the idea of science and doctors and and all these people telling you this is where you have to do this, COVID-19, you have to get a vaccine and you got to get a vaccine for RSV, you got to get a vaccine for shingles or whatever. I think we're going to learn the hard way that what is happening is the same thing that happened with the smoking lobby some 60 years ago. And they're going to keep lobbying for peasant foods and GMOs and people are going to trust them or they'll be forced to starve. But chances are we're already starving and it's a silent weapon. Weaponizing the food and nutrients and things of that nature. It's a silent weapon to guarantee control. I'm Clegg Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, 503 503- 225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Back with more Ground Zero. Don't go away.
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.